This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hi guys, and welcome to a new episode of Couch Talks on UniTherapy Podcast. My name is Kat, and I am the host. If you are new to the podcast in general, or just Couch Talks, and you're like, what is that? Couch Talks is the bonus episode of UniTherapy Podcast, where I tend to normally answer questions that you guys send to me, that you can send to Catherine at UniTherapyPodcast.com, and I read your question, we talk about your question, we work through some things, I do not give direct advice most of the time, and in all of that, I want to remind all of you guys that although I'm a therapist, I'm answering some questions, I'm talking to you guys, this does not serve as a substitute for any mental health service or a replacement for actual therapy. However, it still can be helpful. Now, today I had... A whole thing planned out where I was going to answer a question about how therapists know if you're lying or not, or if they know if their clients are lying or not, and what are their tricks. And maybe I, I will do that one day. Maybe I'll do it next week. I don't know if I will still be in that mood <laughs> to answer that question, but I'm not going to do that today. And I'm telling you that because oftentimes when things happen like in the world, I really sit in in question of like, uh, is this something I actually need to talk about on the podcast? Is this something that I want to just kind of like let be a thing outside of this podcast world? Because, you know, all of the issues in the world are not really made for you need therapy, right? Like you can't talk about every single thing happening in the news or in pop culture because then this would become a news podcast or a pop culture podcast. And that's not what this is. So... I even say any of that because I want you guys to know when I talk about something that's like happening in the world, I do think about, hey, do I need to say this? 
I ask my three questions. Does this need to be said? Does this need to be said right now? And does this need to be said by me? And a lot of times I say no, 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 or yes, no, no, or any version of that. And there's no in there. Today, I had a yes, yes, yes. And my initial gut reaction when I started hearing and reading about the comments that have been made by Kanye West and then the unthinkable actions followed by anti-Semitics, my gut reaction initially was don't give them or him any more airtime or space or continue to repeat their horrifying message. I don't want to promote that. and I don't want to promote any form of encouraging that. And then I was like, wait a second. There's actually so much more here than those comments and those actions. There's so many conversations that are weaved into the larger conversation that's actually being had. And as I was thinking about it, I remembered this very important thing that I believe about humans and attention and how we are really quick to say, specifically when we're talking about kids, we're really quick to say, don't mind them. They're just looking for attention when they're acting out in any way. Like, don't give them attention. That's just what they want. They'll stop eventually, blah, blah, blah. We, we've all said that, heard that, been a part of that. However, what we forget is that kids make noise often because they need to get attention to have a need met. They are relying on us and they sometimes don't know the best way to ask for what they need. However, very much when a behavior, any kind of acting out is happening, it's not just because people are bad. It's because there's a need and we might not have the best way to express that or ask for that. We don't maybe really know what we need. There's a lot more to that. And that's a, that's a whole conversation. Like I said, there's a lot of conversations in this conversation. But we know largely is that the longer we ignore a sound or a noise or a behavior, the longer we then avoid tending to a need. And maybe the need isn't what the individual thinks it is, right? So maybe a child's screaming because they want a candy at a checkout line and their mom says no and they really think they need that and so they're screaming and the mom's like, ignore that. But maybe what they need is a nap, right? Like there's a behavior and it's kind of guiding to some kind of need that's there. Okay, well, in adults, maybe what an adult is asking for attention-wise, they want followers and likes and all this, but what they really need is some love and belonging, right? So we could give a million examples of that. So what I want to do today and what I've actually decided to do instead of answering that question that maybe will come up in the future is I want to give some attention where there actually is a need and maybe it's a need that we need reminded of today. And what I'm not is an expert on Kanye West or any other people involved in the things that are showing up in the news. And I'm not, I don't want to give attention to those. I don't know Kanye West. I don't know his story. I don't know his people. I don't know enough about any of that to offer any real reliable information, thought, help. What I do know is that there is a lot of fear in the world, specifically right now, inside Jewish people and their communities, which makes a lot of sense. So I want to give attention to something that we very easily forget. I want to bring us back into some awareness that we very easily can fall asleep to. Because what I want, I don't want to give attention to something that is harmful. I want to actually give some hope and some comfort and some love to people who are scared. And something that we so easily forget is that words are so freaking 
important, which is very interesting because Tara Booker and I actually talked about that this week on the podcast, um, the Monday episode. Words are the most powerful form of communication that we have. Sometimes it's all we have, like the most powerful form of communication. And as I was preparing for this episode, I became very anxious, almost like paralyzed of like, should I do this? I don't know if I should do this. Am I going to have the right words? Because I want to send a message that's specific, not one that's in between the lines. And the words I choose are a direct line to me achieving that. There is a like very vibrant responsibility in understanding words and understanding the words we choose, knowing the meaning of them, and then actually choosing them. And then whether or not we repeat words we hear, there is a responsibility in ignoring certain words or giving certain words that we hear attention. There's responsibility in all of that. And that's something that you very easily can fall asleep to, especially if it's not directly in my face touching me. Uh, Maybe it's touching my neighbor or maybe it's touching uh, my neighbor three streets down. So I can just turn to the side, fall asleep and ignore that. And right now I have a lot of words attached to my own feelings, my personal feelings and thoughts about the, I mean, completely inexcusable verbal violence that is being displayed in the widely misunderstood and often ignored mental health crises in our culture. I have a lot of words with that. And We don't understand mental illness and very often it's not taken very seriously. So then symptoms are ignored or maybe they're thrown out as bad behavior, poor life choices. People then end up being seen as evil or bad and their like humanity is kind of stripped from them, which I can understand how that happens. Like it makes total sense to me because we can't know what we don't know. However, what happens is then the people who are sick, don't get help, then the chaos continues, judgment continues, and the biggest issue, the harm continues. And whether or not we want to accept this as truth, mental illness is not like an other person's issue. It's not like, oh, you have this, so that's your problem, you fix it, it's not going to affect me. It's even if we don't struggle with any mental health disorder or struggle, anything, mental illness is going to affect us because it's all around us. But I will say that's not what I want to actually give attention to today. We are going to have a conversation around that in the future. It is coming, I promise. But what I want to give attention to and what I really want to like harp on is the continued flippancy, if that's even a word, that we give to the words we choose to speak, whether from a microphone, whether to another person that I'm just talking one-on-one with, or whether I'm typing these behind a keyboard and I'm talking to somebody I don't know or... I'm talking to somebody I know I do know, but they don't know me. Like we just kind of throw words out like they're nothing. Like we can forget them. Like they can't be weapons and, and they can be. We can only control what we can control. And I can't control what other people say. I can't control what other people do. I can't control what other people think. I just can't. I wish I could. I can have influence, but I cannot control something. I can't control a celebrity's mental health journey. I can't control a community's reaction to something. I can't control any of that. However, we individually and I individually can control what I say, how I speak, what I repeat, and what I don't repeat. And I am just encouraging us, right? I can't, I can't control you, but I can encourage you to take that more seriously, And I want to take some space here to lay down a reminder that the things that we read and hear have a direct impact on how we think and behave. 
right? We are not born with a belief system in our brain. It is created by our experiences. Our experiences are created by the things that we read, the things that we're told, the things that we hear, the things that we see. So what I say and write and all those things, how I use my words will have an effect on someone, even if I don't know them. And the same applies to you. Comments are not just comments, whether we're speaking them or typing them. Comments are not just comments. They become calls to action. And I'm not just talking about celebrities and public figures because all of our comments are created with words. That means all of our comments hold power. So please, 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 please. I want you guys to think about this. Don't for a second believe that sticks and stones can break my bones, but words can never hurt me. That's not true. And I think whoever created that rhyme probably had the same intentions of those parents who told their self-conscious middle schooler that you're not fat, you're just big boned. Good intentions, right? So the person who created that rhyme might be like, oh, I'm trying to help somebody. Be like, oh, that doesn't matter. Say whatever you want. But the thing is being told that you're big boned when society tells you that smaller is better isn't actually very helpful, right? I think we're, that, that's perpetuating a whole issue. And words don't just hurt. First of all, they can hurt and they don't just hurt. They are the very things that have the power to kill us, kill our communities, kill our like love for one another. They are, again, the most powerful tool that most of us have. And so I want to encourage you guys and I want to use my words to encourage you to choose yours wisely. And again, we can't control what other people say, but we can control how we respond to our friends and our neighbors. And we can control how we respond to those things that don't make sense to us. And we can control what we learn about and what we choose to to do some research on. And we can control how we choose to love people. And so this really is a much bigger issue than what's happening right now because I think our world continues daily in all different spaces to ignore the power that the words we use hold. And I don't know that we can long-term survive doing that. And I'm talking about from celebrities saying completely outlandish, violent, abusive things to gossip, to the comment we think we need to make on somebody's picture to the joke we think we need to make to a group of people who we don't know their stories. And I'm not saying don't have a sense of humor. I'm just saying we might want to think about what we're saying more often. And it's hard. I know it's hard, but there's room for grace and there's room for learning, right? We can't know what we, we don't know. And we can oftentimes Use that callback. Well, I guess I haven't learned that yet. And after listening to this podcast, you've learned that. So I think I've said what I need to say. And I hope that you guys are having the day that you need to have, whether that's a day of um, giving yourself some real good care and love and nourishment because the world is kind of cuckoo right now, or that's you thinking about the words that you want to use today more intently. Thank you guys for listening to this and hearing me and and taking the space of trusting me and trusting me with my words. I don't take that lightly. And I will be back with you guys on Monday. I have a really exciting episode for you. So I hope you get excited and 
in the meantime, continue to have those days you need to have. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. 